1: This is a journey into sound, a journey which along the way will bring to you new colour, new dimension, new values, and a new experience.
2: Welcome to this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, episode 17, side B. This is the side of the podcast where we take the lesser known artists that have been contacting us throughout the weeks and months and we give them a platform in which to be heard. For example, this intro has been brought by PZ Yolo and it's a composition of his called Fresh Soda. You can find and check out PZ YOLO on all of the different platforms, the usual platforms, all the streaming sites, i.e. Spotify, all the social media platforms, i.e. Facebook, Twitter. We'll put all of those in the show notes for you. And also with us, as usual, on the show with me, next to me, sitting next to me, with me, is Wayne. Yes, we do. Say hello. Hello, everybody. How are you? I'm good, mate. How about yourself? I'm all right. I'm all right. And with us... From far, far away, yonder distance, across the ocean, we have with us a Types.
3: All of the T's.
2: All of the T's Types? Yes. There is nobody with your names because you've took them all.
3: I mean, that was kind of the point.
2: It's just Types. It's just Types. I laugh about It's just Types. So yes, with us we have Types. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm glad you so, so so tea. mellow. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> got some tea. You drink? Well, I didn't tea, realize you some drink tea. And tea. Some You're trying yeah. to get no, into I'm, the British uh, mind frame, is that what it is?
3: I have always been a tea drinker. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I'm not like an Anglophile, like one of those people. Oh, I only like British TV because it's kind of a. It's kind of a snooty thing in America to say, like, oh, well, the British <laughs> office is better than the American office. Like, OK, we know we know that it's probably written better. But so I'm not one of those people. But yeah, no, I just uh, it tastes better. How do does you take your tea? Straight. What? Black? Yeah, noth- well, I like God, green, green jasmine, my favourite.
2: Oh, I, got, I like green <laughs> jasmine, I like green jasmine, black tea straight, though, it leaves a nasty bitter aftertaste at the back of your mouth, doesn't it? I, no? I don't know I a drink mean, coffee,
3: so... Oh. That's what I'm drinking right now, actually, because so. they wouldn't double up the green tea at the cafe on the corner, so yeah, straight <laughs> black tea at the moment.
2: Yeah. So you're listening to You Haven't Drank This Hot Beverage podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: just for the benefit of the listeners at home... Uh, Obviously we're we're talking with types. Who are who is types? Who are we speaking to?
3: My name is Tim, uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, Midwesterner. Uh, we're calm and passive aggressive. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's baked into our culture. <laughs> Spending the winters indoors and slowly hating each other and not talking about it.
2: <laughs>
4: sounds we're, like sounds like England.
2: Sounds so soon, we're not <laughs> passive aggressive, we're passive sarcastic.
4: With with, with the slight passive aggression in there.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, moving quickly on, (laughs) swiftly on. We have, uh, as usual, a selection of artists to listen to. This week we have with us, not with us, well, technically they were with us. I've done a few interviews, but we've had Rolette on the show. Uh, My interview with her, her music. We'll also have Bray with his music and uh, the chat I had with him. We also have on the show Leopold's, the chat I had with him and his music. Also, we'll have music from Types at the end and a bit of a chat with him about what's going on. And also, not forgetting... Our our wildcard section. Yeah, uh, we... Just select a, a random random submission that's been given to us on Twitter. It's all very exciting. I can't wait. So far, it's been all very good. Four, four nine eight so far. It's four it's four or five. Four, I think, it is, yeah. well, four or five. Uh perfectly reasonable uh submissions that we've had in the wild card. So we're we're due a bit of dog shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I might I be wrong, I yeah, might be I don't wrong.
4: Think we're going to get it, unfortunately.
2: Let's, let's hope. I'm actually hoping we don't get it now. I, I was I was kind of a yeah. cheering for it before, but now, yeah, yeah, yeah. not so much. I agree. Anyway, <laughs> so we'll move to our first artist. Our first artist is going to be Rolette, and this is my chat with her and her accompanying music.
5: You're Irish. I am Irish, yes. I'm from Mayo.
2: From where, sorry? From County Mayo. Okay, lovely. Yeah.
5: In the arms of
2: the teddy bear. What's the weather like over there at the moment? eh uh, rainy and cold. Yeah, lovely.
5: <laughs> What's the weather like there?
2: Uh, pretty much the same. Yeah. Fair. Hmm. Good chat. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, tell me a bit about yourself. Who is Roulette? Roulette? Oh God, got, I'm gonna have to get that right. Is it like raw, as in raw? Raw No, no,
5: no, row. Like row. row your boat, yeah, Rowlet. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you call me, <laughs> Rowlet. Yeah, Rowlet. Okay.
2: Yeah. So, tell me a bit about yourself, Rowlet. <laughs> uh, who are you? What you are all about? And how would you describe your sound? Um, so I'm
5: Rowlet. I'm from the West of Ireland, and I'm an indie pop singer. Is the best way that I have found to describe it. Indie pop. Indie pop.
2: I like your sound. You've got some. Um... Some old school vibes going in there, like a Thank bit of you. old school Christina Aguilera, and um, yeah,
5: I love nineties music. So yeah, it comes yeah. through, which isn't yeah.
2: a bad thing because the nineties was probably one of the best eras for music, I think. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. I think so too. <laughs>
5: yeah, I love like um, Avril Lavigne, like old school Britney and Christina, and all those kind of all nineties pop music and like early thousands. So I never really drifted too far away from that. So, how long have you been doing music? Um, so I've been singing for ever, <laughs> and then I first started playing guitar when I was about like 12, 13. and I used to just sing and play away in my room, um, for years. And then I was like always writing songs, but I'd never play them for anyone, and um, and then it wasn't until I got to college that I finally got a bit more confidence and started like I sang song for my friend and she really liked it and she kind of encouraged me to do it a bit more so then i was studying i was studying business but i did a, a diploma in bim then you probably you've probably heard of bim so we have one in dublin as well and i did a songwriting diploma there and kind of got playing with a few more people and then was like singing and playing a bit over the next couple of years was in an acapella group in college which was <laughs> i was very cool in my acapella group what um, like a barbershop
2: people. quartet type thing yeah,
5: there's 16 of us. We are called Trinity Bells <laughs> and we do like all cool like pop songs and yeah, to, yeah, it was really Did you really have one fun. of you
2: doing beatboxing and
5: that type of No, stuff. we actually, we really wanted to be boxer but we didn't have one. Um, actually, oh. there was one girl that could do it. Yeah, one girl did it sometimes. Yeah, but that, that's exactly the vibes. <laughs> You're on the right track. You um, needed the
2: girl we had on last week. She's four, she was four-time uh, British champion. Wow. I yes. didn't even know they had a championship for it. Neither did I. I
5: <laughs> it's a pity we didn't know. We could have headhunted there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, but yeah, exactly that kind of vibe. Um and that was really cool. And then um, since I finished college and that, I'm working, but I've been trying to kind of get more of my music out there. And that's where the whole roulette thing happened. And yeah, so I've released two singles now. I have another one coming out at the end of this month, early next month, and then an EP before the end of the year. So that's my...
2: My story, I think. <laughs> is, uh, is it the, the music you've got coming out all the same kind of vibe? Or are you are going to be mixing it up with uh, some different sounds? You're going to sh- shock an people with something different? <laughs> the next
5: one is uh, Africana pop. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. it's Yeah, it'll be the same vibe. So I'm always... I, I always like overthink this and I don't think it. So I suppose because my my voice and my writing style will always remain the same and I'll it'll always have um, guitar. But... I some of the songs are slightly more acoustic they're not as um like big production as maybe Footprints on the Moon I don't know if you consider that like big production but yeah some of them are a bit more reserved more just guitar um I'm kind of experimenting between that now because when I do my live sets it's purely just me and my guitar so trying to find the right balance between what you hear live and what you hear
2: I think I it's good me. that you keep things the same. You get too many artists who they start out well and people follow them and love them. And then they start trying different stuff. And it's like them trying different stuff and then they're moving away from who they are. Yeah. Because they want to, they, they feel that they need to be versatile. But the reason that people love them in the first place was because of the, the sound of who they are. So I think yeah. it's good that you've still got artists who, you know, stay in to what what you like and what you love
5: so yeah yeah exactly I try to like do what's natural um, and then at least I know I'll never go too far one way or the other just kind of how it com- comes out um, to an extent and yeah I suppose like I'm like that as well there's like artists that I love and then over the years as they change I'm like oh no that's not why i listen to you and now i don't yeah. really know so i'm always kind of conscious of that as well but then in saying that you could be talking to me in a year and i'll be like a hip-hop artist so we'll see
2: <laughs> well, uh, somebody might some record label might come along showing the millions and yeah i'll <laughs> yeah. play whatever you want <laughs> oh, that's the way it usually works and anyway. yeah um so your your music do you produce and play everything yourself or do you have a band how does that work um, no I don't have a band it's just so when I'm
5: playing live it's just me and my guitar and then I have, have some skills in production so I can do like demos and stuff myself but I work with a great producer in Limerick Ben Wanders um, and we produce the songs together so I would play all the guitar on it and then he is like multi-instrumentalist so he can play drums and bass and keys and stuff on it as well and then he he mixes it and masters it and yeah
2: so see, well so he mixes masters produces. oh no sorry everything. he
5: doesn't he doesn't master it Sorry, <laughs> he mixes it and then i get it mastered separately yes.
2: Okay, <laughs> yeah yeah he sounds expensive <laughs> yeah. yeah i got um. all these things out <laughs> <laughs> so the name roulette what
5: what yes. how did that come about um so yeah some my name is like Sarah it's super boring and my surname everyone pronounces different in different parts and it's just really boring name so I was like okay I need something more fun um and my granny's maiden name is Rolette and she loved my music and she was always super supportive and everything so I thought it'd be thought it was a nice name and a nice way to kind of honor her and also have a a nicer nicer name so that's where I came from (laughs) Lovely.
2: So who are your inspirations, would you say?
5: Um, well, I love, like, pop music, like I say, and I love, like, 90s pop and all that jazz. But at the moment, um, I'm listening to a lot of Derma Kennedy, circa um, Richardson, she's an Irish artist, she's really, really good. Um, Alice Martin, I really like her stuff as well. And she'd be kind of a big influence at the moment. But kind of, yeah, basically, anything and everything. I do, like, I love chart music and, like, even Ed Sheeran and Camilla, uh, Camilla Cabello and and all that. Um, and then I love that kind of like British kind of pop, like the Arctic Monkeys or the Fratellis or Paul Nutini as well. I love, he was a big inspiration for my, my next Is track, he still so.
2: going? I haven't heard anything from the um, for ages. Yeah, I don't
5: know if he is, but I'm like very much like, listen to whatever is in my like songs on Spotify and Spotify and all that jazz I'm not very good at like keeping up to date and like getting obsessed with one artist and then like knowing their every move and all that I'm very much like oh, I'll just listen to that Avril Lavigne album from 15 years ago over and over again today <laughs> <laughs> so they'd be my big influences at the moment anyway.
2: And you say you're doing live shows have you got anything coming up anything in the works? Yeah so I had
5: my first headliner there last week in Dublin um, which was super fun. And people came, yay. <laughs> um, That's always good. So, always the big word. It's <laughs> like, what if it's just singing to me? No, it was a great <laughs> night. Um, so that was my my big one. But yeah, I'm doing lots of shows around Dublin. Um, just different kind of sessions be me, me and, like a few other artists. So I'm in the International on Sunday and then the following week in Darkie Kelly's. And I have a few more things in the pipeline for the rest of the year. But yeah, in Dublin, I'll be doing a good bit, but it's mostly in Dublin at the moment. Actually. but um yeah it's all on my website charlottemusic.com <laughs> cool. yeah. and the
2: rest of the year you've uh you're uh, planning plan a few more songs or are you gonna do an ep an album
5: yeah i'm gonna do an ep um like you said expensive <laughs> Um, so i'm releasing my next song thunder and lightning i'm not 100 sure if it'll be the last week in september the first week in october and then um at the end of october slash early november i'm gonna release my EP, which will be the next track, Thunder and Lightning, plus three more. So it'll be a four-track
2: EP. Jimmy. Cool. We, sh- we shall keep our eyes out for that then. Great. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. yeah. Right, I'm going to throw a few uh, quick questions at you. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Firstly, imagine yourself, you're going on holiday a okay. week somewhere nice i don't know where, where you'd consider nice but somewhere you'd consider nice cool. and uh you've got an mp3 player but you can only fit two songs on it it's a, a really old one what two songs are you gonna stick on that mp3 player that going to last a week oh no
5: this is really hard <laughs> um do you know what um no maybe because i <laughs> so i've been listening to basically um the tones and i sang dance monkey exclusively for like the last few weeks I've just been listening to that over and over again so I guess I don't know if I could push it for another full week
2: <laughs>
5: but that's <laughs> that's one song that I've been listening to over and over again so I know I can listen to that a huge number of times and then oh god I guess I'd want something chill for the other one just be me dancing on the island on my own no I think it's got something by Clanad. by which? by Clanad. what does that mean?
2: Clanad, the group Clanad from Ireland,
5: no? Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, do you don't know them?
2: No. I thought everybody in Ireland knew them.
5: Sorry. No, maybe everyone else does. Sorry, I can be really <laughs> bad at popular culture sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe I'd listen to something traditional to, like, make me know I'll get home again. But, yeah, like, maybe, like, an instrumental from Miola Suivana. And Bioga, a really cool trad pop kind of band from, from Ireland. So, yeah, maybe... Track from yoga and then dance monkey, <laughs> cool over and over again. Yeah, lovely. Up, too. Yeah. If you ask me tomorrow, it'll be something completely different. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, then next question If you could erase any song from history so it never existed, what um, song would you get rid of?
5: Oh, god. Um, I don't know, I feel bad. There's probably people who would say that about my songs. <laughs> um She's I don't know. Um, there's like some kind of like really, you know, those really like angry, like an angry song.
2: What, like a, like a heavy rock song? Yeah, like, like the, something by Slipknot. Is that what you're thinking?
5: <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe just one for like you know like adults who like have kids like Baby Shark or something. Maybe I'll just yeah. take one for the team and pick that one <laughs> and then <laughs> give everyone all the parents kids in the world back their would sanity. Hate you. <laughs> yeah, but they'll never know because it'll be erased. That's true. From never existed so in not manner. Yeah.
2: <laughs> cool. Right then, last question. If you could collaborate with one artist dead and one artist alive, who would you collaborate with? Dead, maybe Amy
5: Winehouse, just for obvious good reasons. choice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, alive. Um, maybe Ed Sheeran just because he's collaborated with so many people that he has like all that knowledge from all the people he's collaborated with and then I'll just steal all that knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Cool. <laughs> by osmosis, then I will have collaborated by, with all those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that.
2: Lovely. So if our followers want to listen to you and follow you and the likes, where, where can yes. they do that? Um, please do that. <laughs> You'll
5: <laughs> find me at rowletmusic.com is my website. So, R-O-W-L-E-T-T-E. Um, despite all, all the weird pronunciations of it, everyone says, yeah, it's like, row and then letter music. And then. Letter. Well, that's like if you say it like really dramatically. So, like. Rolette. <laughs> <laughs> Rolette, <Ro-letta>, yeah. <laughs> If you want to put on an accent, um, <laughs> make, make it sound fancy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, R O W L E T T E. And then, so you'll find me on com or Roulette Music on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and then on Spotify, it's just Rolette.
2: <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And obviously, we'll stick all those in the show notes for Amazing. people to get hold of you perfect thank awesome. you awesome and the song uh, you're bringing today is footprints on the moon yes is that right yes it is cool well thank you for joining me it's been a pleasure
5: uh, thank you so much for having me Richie. i really appreciate it
2: No, it's been good hopefully we can have you back in the future maybe on one of the main shows or something but for now here is rolette with her song footprints on the moon
6: Say I'm a dreamer like it's a bad thing Overtakes me like a fever and makes my head spin Say it's not the real world that I'm living But honey, you're the one who boxed yourself in By so low, is this the free- they in your mind If it's how you want to live well That's fine but Just because they always say You don't gotta be mine Oh, I oh, oh. have to go Set the bar so low Is this the prince and the moon Buildings that touch the But I refuse to let it lie If all this can be done once, a little
2: was Rolette you just listened to and her song Footprints on the Moon and the chat I had with her. I hope you enjoyed it. That's why we do the podcast. So, (laughs) Wayne, what did you think of Rolette?
4: So yeah, it's a straight up really nice pop song and I was totally taken aback when I listened to the interview and realised she's Irish because I've had her down as being sort of, you know, Californian. It's got that vibe to it. It's, It's got that sort of... Yeah. West Coast california sound. Also woke up with this in my head this morning.
2: West Coast girls... That kind of thing. Katy Perry. She sounded that kind of music.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I woke up with this in Don't my head this the words. morning as well. Yeah, I, know. I couldn't figure out what the hell it was for about 20 minutes. I was like, what the hell is playing in my head? am oh, brushing yeah. my teeth going, what the hell is this song? Yeah, so it, it sticks with you. It's a good song. Um... Did she explain the footprints on the moon for the for the song? No, I I listened. To I it didn't again ask today. her. I listened to it again today. I've got a feeling it's just like it's you know you're reaching for something. You know it's like learning how to do stuff. So footprints on the moon is you know, it's how far we've gone as <clears> as a as a species. You know, like she says, uh, God gave wings to birds and then they taught themselves how to fly.
2: That's quite deep. I see. I didn't listen to the lyrics to be honest.
4: Yeah. It's good. It's, it's a really well put together song. This well. is
2: another thing for the artist. Please send your lyrics over, so because a lot, of, a lot of time like, I don't sit down and pick the lyrics out like Wayne does. So it'd be nice me. to read them.
4: That's, that's why you got me. Yeah, <laughs> I'll sit there and do that. But it'd be nice
2: for me to have an, an intelligent conversation as well. But <laughs> well, yeah, um, it was it was a deeper
4: metaphor than I was expecting from a pop song. To be honest, and and it was well is
3: welcomed. I, I enjoyed the song a lot.
2: I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, what did you think types? Can I, can I call you by what team? Can I call you Tim?
3: Yeah, yeah, call me Tim. That's why I asked. <laughs> did you ask? <laughs> yeah, that's why I asked. Oh, I don't remember that. I was in my own world. We had a whole conversation I mean, about you know, this. It's, <laughs> it's a free, it's a free advertisement every say every time you say my damn name, so I wasn't going to complain. But yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's this usually is not my cup of tea, like this kind of pop music, but just. As someone who spends a lot of time engineering, producing, arranging things, super professional, like really crass, crisp, like all the the texture was really nice and tactile, like everything had its space, like, you know, you could hear everything. And actually, I, I listened to it like four or five times, so I think what she's getting at is like, we have footprints on the moon, you know, wouldn't you just think, uh, like... I could have this little dream of mine. Like, I think she's talking about like, can can I just be a singer? Can I just do this? We've had astronauts. Like, please, can I do this? That's kind of what I took from it, which I connected with on a personal level.
2: She's saying, like, when you when you're young, what do you want to be? And people say, oh, I want to be an astronaut. She's saying, I just want to be a singer.
3: Well, well, yeah, she's got it's like footprints on the moon, buildings that touch the sky. Uh, Got gay birds wings But like man figured out how to fly So and then I, I forget the next line But it's like wouldn't you think something like I could have this little dream of mine Like we've done these you know Jeff Bezos has a billion dollars Like if he sneezed in my direction I could make music for 20 years Like <laughs> can I please Can I please just do this thing I, I, that I love Was kind See, of I, like,
4: I like me. that your interpretation Is completely different to mine I really like that <laughs> I think the, the way, way you know, he just know,
2: described it made, made more sense to the lyrics, I think. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> that's, yeah, again, that, that's why music is so subjective, I suppose. Yeah. It says one thing to one person and another to another. I should have really asked her about the song. This is the thing with what I do. I never sit down with notes. I just wing it every single time. And then afterwards, I go, oh, I should probably have asked that.
4: It works out <laughs> like that, so don't change it. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I liked it, it was very, her music's spreading itself very thinly over like two and a half, three decades, if you know what I mean, taking inspirations from different places in different decades, a bit of the 80s, a bit of the 90s, a bit of the noughties, Um, it sounded a bit like Christina Aguilera to me, I thought. I
4: didn't, you said that in the interview, I
2: didn't get Aguilera at all. Did you not?
4: No, I got more 90s, um, is what she was saying, I got more 90s. English to be honest and and Irish you know uh, uh, probably smack me in the face if you ever met me a bit bit of bewitched be in there, you know that sort of that sort of sound, and I'm not saying that's that you know that's not good because I bloody love that stuff, so so yeah,
2: I don't think it'd be out of place on a compilation c d with uh the likes of those people, Alicia mm. Dixon and Janet Jackson yes, and all agreed,
4: those I, uh, B- Alicia Dixon, uh, that sort of stuff yeah
2: yeah. Uh, Eternal Britney Spears all good pop music yes from the 90s yeah. when pop music was good but maybe that's just because we're showing our age now <laughs> oh I remember when music was good it ain't like the shit we get today
3: get off my lawn and all that yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that comes over here
2: again it's having a fucking knife in it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what they did to John Lennon. No. He comes up again, he's having yeah. a knife in him. Fucking
3: hell, dude, that's okay. a bit much. <laughs> On behalf of all Americans, I'm sorry. <laughs> None of us wanted that to happen. Allegedly, <laughs> well, one he of you did. was going to go for, well, no, he, I, I remember reading, he was going to kill a famous John and he had bought <laughs> tickets to go to Hawaii to do off John Denver and then he missed his flight. And so then he went for John
4: Lennon. Uh, ironically, he missed his place. flight to, to kill John yeah. Denver.
3: That's fucking brilliant. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I did not leave on a jet plane. That's fucking great.
3: <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. Dear. Anyway, it so much that John was yeah. <laughs> he was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't an English thing. It was just a John thing. Uh, you know he signed an autograph for him about an hour before he killed yeah, him. Yeah, 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 did Yeah. That, yeah.
4: We've gone way off topic, here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Okay,
2: so yeah, that was that was Rolette with her song, Footprints on the Moon. Check out all of her stuff, all of her links and everything in the show notes, so check her out. Are we having her on the main show? Rolette? Yes. She's Not much. this year. Oh, no. We're fully we're booked. Fully, book, full, booked fu- fully booked. We're fully booked this year. might she have her on uh, next fun. year. Yes, I would like her on the we main show. We could get her as a guest on the B-side at some point, I suppose, mm. and then get on the main show next year. We need to get Types on the main show.
3: yes. Hey, hey! Yeah, I've got an album coming out soon, so Ooh, no, there you, go, oh, there you go. Then when right? you
2: say soon, is it next year? Because we're booked <laughs> up. <laughs> Late this year,
3: like that's
4: that's okay because I mean, it'd be early next year. We can get you on the podcast. We could so.
2: probably get you in in January. I think yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Salty. We
2: need someone to open the new season, so I'm pretty sure I've already told somebody else that, but I can't remember who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, secretary. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Right, so we're going to move on. We're going to move on to Bray Lenny. Our next artist is Bray Lenny. So this is Bray Lenny. My conversation
7: with him and his music.
2: Who is Bray Lenny? What What you all about? What's your story?
7: Bray Lenny is a 27-year-old artist from the States, Arkansas. Uh, he's been singing all his life. He loves music. He stands for Soul. Whatever you do in life, you got to put some soul into it. So I definitely live and stand on putting soul in my music. And soul is something that you have to be born with. You can't fake it. You can't learn it. You either have it or you don't.
2: Absolutely agree, and I think that comes out in your music. One of the reasons we selected you, your music has plenty of soul. I think it's something that's lacking from a lot of music today. We get lots and lots of submissions all the time, and you can tell those that are real and those that mean the message that they're telling. And yeah. I think that comes through in your work, the the, the soul. What is the process behind your work? Because obviously you're the producer and do you, do you just produce the sound and then get artists to come in and sing your work or do you do work on your music as well?
7: So with me, I do it all. I'm a, I am make beats, I produce, I write songs I arrange music, I literally do it all. So when it comes to my work, I, uh, I'll create everything from scratch and I won't release it till it feels right. But I also do have a band and they play plenty of music for me as well. So sometimes I'm the the brain behind my operation and sometimes my band is creating the sounds. So it just depends on what I'm going for.
2: So you do a lot of live shows then?
7: Yes, yes, all the time.
2: That's good. A lot of people now have, have found this generation of musicians or artists, they're computer artists, and they don't step outside of the home or the studio, and it's good to see people still going out there and doing it and connecting with the fans.
7: Oh, that's the beauty of it. It is, yeah.
2: So tell me about your sound. How did your sound come about? What is? Your, how would you describe your sound?
7: My My sound came about, it took... It took my whole life to discover, but my sound came about uh, as a youth. I was I was the only five year old listening to Motown music in the in the late nineties, early 2000s, So, a lot of influence came from the Motown sound, the Temptations, Smokey Robinsons, uh, Diana Ross, all those singers, uh, Stevie Wonder, and also I'm a big time Michael Jackson fan. So. When it comes to artists like Michael Jackson, Kanye West, D'Angelo, Music Soul Child, James Brown, I kind of got a lot of influence from the stuff that they do as far as creativity, production, uh, vocals, and and it just kind of came from the wide variety of artists that I listen to. I'm unique with my writing because I write about personal stuff most of the time. I can write about fun stuff. So my sound came from a variety of things, but I can say the the two big things that sparked for them is, you know, the soul, and the second thing is creativity. and just not limiting yourself.
2: Yeah. Your influences, I like the fact that, uh, that people are still listening to Motown, you know. it's a, I feel like it's a dying genre, but uh, yeah. at least there's still people out there living it. And the thing I, I like about what you're doing is, as well, you've got your influences but they they don't define you as an artist you yeah. can you can you can smell the influences in there if you like but they don't you're not copying them you're just taking inspiration and um, yeah it's good a lot because again a lot of artists they'll take inspiration from other artists and they'll basically become that artist or as close to as they can whereas you're just taking Nuances from their work, if you like, and adding it to your own and creating something yep, fresh yep. that works today. Yep. Right. So the song that you're bringing, it's uh, easy on. Easy on. Them. And uh, that features Isaac. Isaac
7: started and Jordan Craighead.
2: Are they part of the band, or are they people
7: that you've uh, you've you've brought in? Those are two of my guitar players I work with personally a lot. So. The reason I said the song was featuring them is because the guitar you heard was those two guys.
2: The guitar was amazing. It was full of funk and soul. I loved it. Absolutely loved it.
7: Thank
2: you. Cool. Right. So I'm going to throw a few quick questions at you. First, imagine yourself you're going on holiday for a week. Somewhere nice. I don't know where you'd consider nice, but somewhere nice. (laughs) And you've you've got to take an MP3 player with you. And on the MP3 player, it's a really old one. You can only fit two songs on it. It's got to last you a week. Those are the only two songs you're going to listen to. What are you going to put on?
7: Okay, the first song I'm going to put on there is a song called Late Night by Lucky Day. Late Night by Lucky Day. He's a new artist. He's pretty dope. And the second song I'll put on there uh, will probably be... uh, I'm going to stick with the new artists. I'll probably put Let Me In by her. Let Me In by her. and She's really dope.
2: You'll have to send me the links to those.
7: I'll send them to you when we get done. Are these artists that you've worked with? Uh, No, I haven't worked with them yet, but hopefully in the near future I will. They're, uh, They're my peers right now, and they're doing some big stuff, so hopefully I get to that level.
2: Awesome. Right, next question. If you could go back in time and erase one song from history so it never existed, you hate it that much, you have so much of a disdain for it. What would you get rid of?
7: Uh, one song I really I look, I'ma say I appreciate all music, but I'd probably get rid of Old Town Road. I'm tired of that song.
2: Old Town Road? Yeah. <laughs> it's overplayed.
7: I'm tired of it. <laughs>
2: okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, Okay, uh, next question. If you could collaborate with any artist dead and any artist alive, who would you collaborate with?
7: Michael Jackson, for sure, with my deceased artist. Alive, I got to work with Kanye West.
2: Okay. i got to say, I did see Michael Jackson live in 97. I was right at the front. It was one of the best shows I'd ever seen in my life. It was amazing.
7: Dude, that's a lifetime memory, bro. You can't forget Yeah, that.
2: I'll never forget that. It's amazing. Yeah. Right, so if our listeners want to get hold of you and they want to listen to you and they want to follow you, where can they do that?
7: Okay, the way to follow me on social media, on YouTube, on Spotify, on anything, is simply Bray Lenny. B-R-A-E-L-E-N-I. Bray Lenny. You type that in on anywhere... I will pop up, you click subscribe, follow, add, whatever it may be, that's how you keep up with me.
2: Awesome. So yeah, we're going to play your song now, Easy On, for the listeners. Uh, Just want to thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure.
7: I thank you for having me, man.
2: No, it's been good. As always, all the links to his works and his socials will be in the show notes, so you can find him there. Listen to him on Spotify, check out him through the streams, and if you like what you hear... Show him some love and go out and purchase his work. Independent artists need your support because Spotify and people like that do not support them. They need their fans. So, yeah, check him out. And, uh, yeah, without further ado, here is Easy On by Bray Lenny.
7: In case you don't already know. I'm about to let you know, so, um, Hear <laughs> me out.
8: Girl, you look triply amazing, body so hot as a bang, body so hot as a dance, girl, you are playing with the aim, girl, you got peace to get you, girl, you got peace to get you, Saying, You're not the top of all of the game Girl, you got this, you can run
2: So that was Bray Lenny and His song, Easy on um, um easy on him yeah so yeah that was that was Bray Lenny Wayne I I, I like this I, I'm just uh, having a quick glance at my notes I can remember I, it's not that like I can't remember I can remember I'm just wondering what 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 I thought at the time great bit of soul all of the funky funky guitar in it the guitar's great isn't really you? good yeah. it's it's, it's a good bit of R&B funky soul R&B it's well, just yeah. Right nineties, turn of the millennium,
4: that sort of sound. But this is this feels current as well. It's it's weird. It's got a weird it's, it's a weird hybrid of of that. You know. And I love the the natural guitar sounds he's got in it and the way, you know
2: Yes, I'll, it's got obviously processed beats and you know I I oh, struggle I'm... I struggle with processed beats, but it it works well with I'm... the Organic sounds he that he's putting
4: in. The... He did something in production I really enjoyed in this. So you had that lovely like flamenco, Latino type guitar that opens the song, and then when the bass comes in, it's distorted. It feels like it's rattling your speakers, and I really enjoyed that. I really liked <coughs> that a lot. You know, it felt it's obviously a conscious decision, and I really liked it. He gave he gave it like an earthy feel. Um, it was a good start to the song though.
2: Yeah, I thought it's. I really enjoyed his falsetto because he's he's got what what's hard to. Do I find he's got a masculine falsetto? A falsetto usually just sounds all the same. Everybody says it sounds the same from one person to another, but he's got like some sort of a, a masculine rasp to it. So it doesn't sound like somebody's just grabbing his balls and squeezing really. Hard. It's it's <laughs> it's, I, I, it's hard to explain, but I think you, you get what I'm saying, don't you? Mm, yeah. it, it sounds like a man <laughs> rather than some bloke trying to sound like a woman. Got you. Yeah. What did you think, uh, Types? I'm going to call you Types, fuck it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I absolutely loved this one. It was really my favourite. Um, <clears throat> and I, you know, jumping off what you said there, like, yeah, it, it's good that it sounded masculine because this was definitely like a full-on, shameless uh, seduction song, which you don't, I don't know, I don't feel like you hear that as much lately. But I really loved it, like, how sparse it was. Like, it, it almost sounded like it was going to stop at any moment. Like there was, there was a lot of space uh, in the song, which I'm always scared to do personally as an artist. And I just, so I just really applaud uh, not only him doing that, but it just being a, an amazing groove. Yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a woman, I, I, I don't know. You heard it first,
4: everybody. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed uh, the start of the interview with him. That uh, I, I didn't realize till about, two minutes into the interview that you were actually interviewing Bray Lenny I thought you might be interju- interviewing his manager or something because he spoke about himself in the third person the yes. first 90 yeah, seconds yeah, yeah, yeah. and he t- totally threw me off <laughs> and
2: I was like oh you've got his manager or you- you've got some-. I was like alright oh, I, like, like I asked him who he was and he must have been reading out his own bio yeah Bray <laughs> Lenny is Bray Lenny that I was like that's brilliant
4: he's, the th- he's done himself in the third person it's the first time in what two years ago, oh, 18 months ago in the podcast the first time we've ever had a third person review <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah i I absolutely loved it really good fantastic tune i know you're saying about the 90s yeah it has got a bit of a 90s vibe to it but it's kind of like it's got a bit of a 90s vibe to it. it's skipped everything in between and it's got a bit of now as well
4: it's took the best of the 90s and brought it right away up to date yeah Yeah.
2: it's good it's very good check him out you should definitely check him out in all of his socials and his streams and the likes i'll put them as I said before in the show notes. So moving on. Moving on to our next artist. Our final interview. And that is going to be Leopold. So this is my conversation with Leopold and his music. Go! Okay, we're good to go. So hello Tom from... How do you say it? Is it Leopold or Leo PLD?
9: it's uh it's leopold Uh, as if there was a second o um we decided to cross it off although we probably regret it now because we have this issue a lot that no one really knows how to say it so we probably should have stuck with the original leopold but we got a bit creative and we knocked off one of the o's
2: that's what uh i think that's what music's all about isn't it i suppose (laughs) yeah so um Obviously, you're from Manchester, as we just uh, just mentioned before the recording, and your partner is from Stockholm.
9: Yeah, that that's correct. We have Jacob, who, who's Swedish.
2: How did that all come about?
9: Um, so we we met through work. Actually, I, I used to work in the, in the country, Georgia, a couple of years ago, um, and and Jacob was out there at the same time, and. He'd been involved in music for a little while, mainly on the music side, and, and I'd always had an interest in in writing lyrics and singing. So um, we we met through work actually, and, and and since then we we've been working on the project, which is Leopold.
2: I'm going to have to commend you to be honest. I think the guys on the podcast when I bring this are going to be quite shocked because I have an absolute disdain for uh, synth pop. Um, <laughs> well, I say synth pop, 80s synth pop, but yeah. For some reason, you've you've well, and the 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 reason I don't like it is because of the, the sound. It was like when they it's like they just discovered synthesizers, and it, the the sounds that they were producing were that they grate on me. That they weren't refined. Yeah. But what you've managed to do is you've kind of got some of those old '80s vibes, but you're using some more modern, up to date synth. And I think it works brilliantly. And I'm not hearing many people do that. If somebody's doing '80s synth, then using those '80s synth sounds, but you've kind of refreshed a, an old genre. I think is that what you were going for?
9: Yeah, I mean, I really appreciate you saying that. Um, I mean, thanks. And, and and you've described exactly the what we were hoping for because. Um, those those sort of bands and songs that you you just sort of mentioned they certainly influenced us but we wanted to put a modern take on it and um and our own take on it as well and and so that's why it, there's some elements of of that in there but we definitely didn't just want to replicate it and sound like a, a tribute band for for someone from the 80s it's uh, we wanted to do something a bit more modern
2: yeah i think cuz you made me realise as well because I've always thought that I just had a disdain for eighties um, synth pop, but it's not. It's the it's the actual sounds. It's the actual the synthesizers they used back then. I just don't like those sounds and the way that you've incorporated modern sounds into a retro style. If you like, it works fantastically. I think, yeah.
9: Oh, thanks. Yeah, appreciate that.
2: So, so Leopold, how, what does what does it mean? How did it come about?
9: Yeah. Again, it's it's another thing. Uh, we we um. It, in short, the answer is it, it doesn't mean anything. We we struggled for months really to come up with a name, and we tried various variations. We thought we'd do a play on Manchester or on Stockholm or or on our names, and and in the end, I think Jacob was on holiday in Austria. And, and I, I think some of the old royal family there are the... Someone was called Leopold, and I think he took the inspiration from there. But actually, yeah, it doesn't really carry any meaning.
2: Oh, right, okay. That's fine.
9: <laughs> so, not much depth in there, but, uh, yeah.
7: It's
2: a nice break, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Um So, who would you say are your inspiration? Do you and Jacob have the same influences, or do you bring different influences to the to the colgen?
9: we S- similar, but but definitely different. I mean, um, J- Jacob really grew up. Um, he's, he's a bit older than myself, so he really did grow up with a lot of the acts that uh, the sort of synth pop acts from the eighties and nineties. Uh, he's a massive Cure fan. I think, obviously, for me coming from Manchester, like New Order, um, we, we were really massive at the time that I was growing up as well. I think what what we've tried to do is is take some of those acts, and, and I think we often get referenced that we sound a bit like Depeche Mode as well. And that's certainly one of the bands that's influenced us, but, but take some of those and, and, and yeah, and put our own sort of take on it and also look at some acts that have, have moved, have taken some of those inspirations as well and done something different. So when you think of like, uh, bands like the editors, Muse, even, even the killers to some extent as well, um, you know, we, we've we tried to, to put a modern spin on it, and so those acts as well have been, I'd say, pretty influential.
2: Yeah, I think some of that does come through in your music. And you mention it. I think what would be interesting is, you know, you've got movies now being redone and mm. then remastered. You know, it's like the, the Lightning King and things like that, and then redoing them. I, I'd be interested to see what the old 80s synth pop would sound like, done in the way you're doing it. Like yeah. remastered them with it with like modern sounds and modern twists.
9: I Do you know what the? Yeah, I think it'd be interesting actually, and, I, and there's probably um, because one one thing I've noticed is like the um, the sort of uh, electronic dance music scene is is sort of booming now. Like. Um, especially like, like the club scene and, and especially the club scene. Like I don't know, when I grew up, we went to a lot of indie clubs and, and maybe commercial stuff. But now, and all of the, the deep house, et cetera, was really underground and it was for raves and things like that. But it's really come into the mainstream now. And I, you see some DJs that, you know, previously you would never have heard of, but now they're, they're selling out thousands of arenas. And, and it's very much this, it's pure electronic. It's very... Um, but it, using a lot of synths as well, so hey, I think it would be uh, nice to to start experimenting a lot more and, and mixing uh, some of the new styles with the old stuff.
2: I th- yeah, I think so. We get submissions all the time, daily, uh, countless amounts of submissions. So for someone c- to come along and make me think different, you've got to be doing something right, if you know what I mean. Not because I'm anything special, but the fact that yeah. you you stand out amongst all of those... got to to turn my hat off to you for that
9: and that means so much thank you it means so much because you know when you're we're still quite new and and really trying to make a name for ourselves and we send you know almost hundreds of emails a week to to different radios and and uh, labels it's and you you almost never get a reply actually it's quite a a soul-destroying exercise so the fact that you replied and to have this opportunity we really appreciate it
2: no, sir. It's our pleasure. It absolutely is, and uh, like I said, I think the guys aren't going to be surprised when I bring this. So I'm guessing you're the you 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 uh, you are the voice of the Leopold.
9: Yeah, yeah. You
2: are. And that, what does that... uh what what does Jacob do?
9: So we 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 have a pretty um, clean division of labour actually. So Jacob does. It's almost an eighty-twenty split uh, both ways in the sense that Jacob probably does eighty percent of the music. I would do twenty, and I would do eighty percent of the vocals and and write in the lyrics, um, and Jacob would do the other twenty percent. Um, so that's more or less how we work.
2: That sounds like a fair split.
9: Yeah, because it, it gets gets it gives us um, it means it keeps us interesting for both of us. Actually, like Jacob. If he really wants to sing on something, of course he can. And and likewise, if I have some ideas for the music, that opportunity is always there. So we can both keep both doors open.
2: Yeah. You say you're fairly new to this. So how long have you been going?
9: Um, So we've, I mean, fairly new. I'd say, so we've been together two years. Um, We've released 13 songs now. sort of two EPs and then a few singles in between. It, it feels new. I, I don't know how how that rates with other bands, but um, uh, maybe it's just because we we don't have a you know a huge following at this point, so it still feels like we're new and and try, really really trying to break in. I mean, we're, we're really kind of on the outside, so from that point of view, it feels like we're we're still kind of new.
2: Yeah, I think you've got such an interesting. I think if you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and be patient, I think you'll definitely break uh, break the scene. Oh, thank you. Right, I'm going to throw a few quick questions at you then. Go. Okay. So, firstly, imagine you're going on holiday for a week somewhere nice, and you've got an MP3 player, but unfortunately, it's very old and you can only fit two songs <laughs> on it, and it's got to okay. last. It's got to last you a whole week. What well. songs? It what songs are you going to stick on that MP MP3 player?
9: Oh, great question! Great question. Um. So I'm going to choose on behalf of me Jacob I'm sure would give a different answer. <laughs> um but, but um what, one of my favorite songs is is by a band called The Gaslight Anthem. It's an American sort of indie band.
2: I know I know of The Gaslight Anthem yeah. The good yeah.
9: band. Yeah. They're, yeah, one of my favourites. Um, and especially I take a lot of lyrical inspiration from them. Um, so the the song would be um, Great Expectations by them. And then I think the second one would be um, maybe Elliot Smith, Angelis.
2: I don't know that. I will check a, it
9: again, out though. It's a, it's a a bit of an old one. And, and um, unfortunately, he's one of those... Singers who didn't stay around very long and and committed suicide some time ago. So a bit of a dark story. But the song, it's not reflected in the song, actually. It's a beautiful song.
2: That's good. I'll check that out. Right, uh, next question then. So, if you could erase from history one song, you hate it so much, you have that much of a disdain for it. If you could erase one song, what would you get rid of?
9: (laughs) Oh, I would... um... I'd go for especially just because it's been big, it seems, this summer and uh, maybe a bit before that. But this Bella Chow song, um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but um, it seems like, I think it was reinvigorated. It's an old song, but reinvigorated because it was used on a TV show and then suddenly it was played on every radio station and every bar I ever walked into. So um, uh, Bella Chow would be that one.
2: Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll check
9: it out, but you're not really selling it, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't waste your time. Because it's one that once it's in your head, you can't get it out. That's why I hate it.
2: Yeah. Okay. Right, last question then. So, if you could collaborate with one artist dead and one artist alive, who would you collaborate with?
9: Um, I think for the one artist alive, I, th- I think just because... um. They've 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 had quite a strong influence on us and they're legends. So it would be it'd be Depeche Mode or at least Dave Gahan. Um, that that would be a big one, I think. And and I know Jacob would agree with that as well. So I speak on behalf of both of us. Um, and then in terms of One Dead, I d- I think just because uh, it was a personal one and it it was a shock and it was quite recent. But I was always a big Chris Cornell fan. Um, so if there were And again, I think his voice is incredible, so uh, I'd put him.
2: Okay, cool. Good choice. Were you um, a fan of Tears for Fears?
9: No, I wouldn't say... Jacob definitely was. And this is another... Yeah, he would definitely cite them as a reference.
2: Because I'll get a little bit of that from the the music.
9: Yeah. No, it's there. It's definitely there.
2: We had the guitarist on the podcast last week, which was... Are you serious? Yeah, Neil Taylor. Yeah, great bloke, down to earth, fantastic story. Uh, I think it'd make a good documentary. His life, to be honest.
9: Yeah, no, that's. Hmm. Uh, yeah.
2: Um. I'm going to ask you one more question. Actually, what have been your, what have been your highlights in the band to date? Uh,
9: do, you, do you mean in terms of successes or just personal? Um,
2: uh, just good memories, really. Something you'd be able to look back at and think, yeah, that's that made my time in the band worthwhile
9: i think the the highlight for me was recording the first ep just because for me it was the first time i'd ever done anything like that i'd I'd never been in a band before that um and so to create songs to record them um and the recording process was quite fun we we did it in sweden um the whole thing was great like drinking all the time and such a great experience and then having like a tangible product at the end uh, which we were both extremely proud of i think the first one is always quite special so so that would always live with me
2: yeah you always remember your first ep i remember mine i i yeah I, I, same as yourself loved recording loved being in the studio most bands when they do it all the time it's something that they learn to hate but yeah, that first one was fantastic. I've got to agree with you, agree with you on that.
9: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool.
2: So you, your recordings, you actually get together and record. Then it's not done over the internet.
9: Yeah, exactly. We we share files back and forth and uh, with uh, like rough versions until a point where we're we feel we it's good enough to record, and then we meet up somewhere. Whether I'll go to Sweden, he'll come to Manchester, or. Or wherever he is in the world at that point. Oh, that's um, cool.
2: There's a lot of uh, bands at the moment doing the whole internet thing. Become I don't know if it's the way the music industry is going or what, but a lot of bands like you cross continents and that everything will be over the internet and there'll be there'll be no meeting up. I mean, we had one band they've never met each other. Wow. Yeah, I'd. I'd for me, I'm quite old school when it comes to recording and to rehearsing and whatever. So it, yeah. it's kind of foreign to me, but I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the future. I don't know.
9: I, I don't know. Maybe I mean for us, when, whenever we've we've tried it because we 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 tried that once doing a full finished song and and never meeting and we weren't happy with it actually. I, I think for those final cuts, uh, like you really for us at least we really benefited from being in the same room together. Um, so I think we, we we I don't think we'd do it again like records mm-hmm. separately. I think we'd always make the effort to to be together. Mm,
2: that's good. It's good. Right then. So if our listeners want to get hold of you, they want to listen to you, they want to follow you on socials. Uh, do you do you have all those?
9: Yeah, we're we're at so for Twitter and Instagram, it's at and then Leopold the band. Um, without that second O Uh, so Leopold the band um, and then we're we're on every platform Spotify Apple Music um, uh, iTunes YouTube we're we're on all of them
2: cool I was meant to ask as well the video for Let It All Go Down who did the video that was amazing
9: oh I'm glad yeah I'm glad you liked that Um, it's, it's a friend it was a friend who did it um we um so we, we had done we've only done two videos actually. Well, one we did a and like a proper video. Again a friend shot it for me. And then her she said that her brother was uh into animation. Um and he he drew a few sort of examples and we loved it. It was really brought the song to life and it's fun to watch, even if you don't like the song, at least the video is kind of fun.
2: Yeah, it's very theatrical, it's really good. Yeah.
9: <laughs> yeah. Loved it. Oh cool. Oh great, I'm glad you liked it.
2: Is that the song you're bringing today, Let It All Go Down? Exactly.
9: That's Let cool. It All Go Down, yep. Yeah.
2: Cool. Um, lovely. So we're going to play that now then. We're going to play that out for the listeners. Just want to thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure.
9: No, really, like I said throughout, really, really appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity.
2: That's okay. Hopefully we'll be able to have you back in uh, sometime in the future with your new releases and what have you.
9: That would be great. Really, really great. Thank you.
2: Cool. So, without no further ado, here is Leopold with their song, Let It All Go Down.
0: Let it all go down. You let it all go down. Now I'm broken on you. your shield this beautiful dream time to fear moments here is this the end but you're still all i need gonna show you that i fought tried loved you all along Try to show you that your fear, that pain was always wrong Try to save us but your mind's made up, the clocks run out Now I have to watch you leave, please stop, just turn around
2: go down let it all go down very catchy oh, very, ga- very get very get stuck yeah. in your head this one
4: it's like fucking tar it is for your brain
2: we're gonna start with types <laughs> timothy types oh that, that's good i'm calling everybody by the phone now i'm pissing everyone
0: off
3: <laughs> sorry tim uh, it just reminds me of my mom it's it's okay <laughs> <laughs> i've been called worse timothy <laughs> oh sir i <I'd>, certainly have <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> so what did you think of this one
3: I liked it a lot. It was, uh, it had my favorite instrumentation. Like, I don't know what they're doing, what kind of reverb they're using, but just as a gear, as an engineering nerd, as a plug in nerd, like, it was so pristine. Uh, And I remember, I did listen to the interview. I remember you talking to him about uh, how he had managed to really make the synths sound, you know, both sort of retro and modern. Uh, and it, to me, uh, like there really was kind of an analog feel to some of them, like just really like thicker, um, and with more presence than a lot of modern, like software only plugins. But I, I honestly couldn't tell what was what, if they were all software, if some of them were hardware, I don't know, but it was, it was beautiful backdrop. The, the only downside for me was I, I just, it's a personal thing. I felt like he was over-tuning the vocals. I, I kind of wished they'd been slightly out of tune a little bit. Uh, but that's me. Yeah. A
4: bit cleaner, yeah. But it's a minor quibble. I think
2: that. that was part of the effect of the song, though, wasn't it? He? he didn't do it because he needed it. It was part of the effect of the song. Mm. I don't know what you're
4: saying, but it's a little bit of cleaner, maybe. <clears throat> that's just, just me. That's just my preference.
2: Mm. I didn't pick up on that it, personally. But I can see where you're coming from. Um... I'm sure you're aware, Wayne. This is a an unusual one for me. Didn't expect this one for me, did you, Wayne?
4: I've, I've. You want to read my one note for this song? Go on then. And I want to do this in um, it's like a a Baptist from the South of America. Yeah. Let the synth pop in and begin.
2: <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm not an advocate of synth in any way, shape, or form. Usually. You never usually. bring it
4: up. It's, but... not, it's not got old at all.
2: It's But it's like I said in the interview it's like I said in the interview it's made me think I always thought it was just eighties synth pop I hated. It. It's not I liked I actually like the songs, I just don't like the sound. It was like a an unrefined shit sound and now we've come a lot further with technology and hardware, like you say, and software. We don't need to do that anymore. Stop fucking doing it. This guy's took retro vibes from the eighties and it's brought modern sounds to it. It sounds fucking brilliant. T- so it's made it's made me do a U-turn on the way I think about music from the '80s. I like the music. Don't like the way they did it. So yeah, this is good. Are we all in agreement?
3: Yes. Oh yeah. No, I, I again, it was a minor quibble. Like uh, it, 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 it's something I uh, labor over. Like I've overtuned my own vocals, and then oh, that that's that's just. Like a, you can take the soul out of them by tuning them too much. So, anyways, it's a beautiful song. I liked it. Cool.
4: I will get the depeche mode um, vibe to it as well. I can feel that coming.
2: In the tears it. for fears?
4: Not tears for fears. No, couldn't. I couldn't get that. Idea. I, I, I,
2: yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't get it. I just wanted to name drop the fact that I've, I've, we've had uh, Neil Taylor on the show. <laughs> I was at work. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I actually stopped and went, "You
4: fucking bastard." <laughs> 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 um, there's, I'll tell you what I really liked about this song. Uh, there's a moment that reminds me of Blade Runner, and it's one of the uh, synths they use, and it's got like a low hum, <laughs> like a low uh, driving. Um, oh, it's, just, it's just a synth note. I don't know how you describe it, but I bloody love that. It, it, that instantly got my, got my attention. I love that sort of, you know. Um, Morish, is it Morrish? No, it's Van isn't it? Um, Van Gelis, yeah did blade runner it's that it's got that lovely you know when you get the opening to, to blade runner that sort of that sound it's a great sound
2: it's a great sound from the 80s and it's synth. Sim- yes so that's the three artists the main artists that we've uh don't worry tim you're main artist as well but the uh, the ones that i've interviewed uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're going to move on to the wild card now the wild card Oh yeah, Neil. Everyone, gonna do some maths and numbers through the stuff. And, Mathematical
9: uh, shit, and th- bitch.
2: Through doing that, we have got Alice Minguez, 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 Mingue. Yeah. Would you say the Z? Let me
7: have a
2: look. It sounds like it sounds like a, a, a Mexican name. Uh, Alice Minguez. I'm gonna say Minguez. I would say Minguez. You're not gonna have a Charlotte Z, are you? That'd be ridiculous. I would
4: say Minguez, yes. Okay, Alice so,
2: Minguez. so Alice Minguez is a versatile vocalist and musician from from Wisconsin, Wisconsin USA. She is known for her ethereal voice and unique arrangements. We've had a lot of Wisconsin. unique unique arrangements worry me. She sounds like she's gonna be good. <laughs> we, need, like... we need somebody shit on the wild card. She does sound like she's gonna be good. Some have described her as the American Kate Bush. She's
0: acting like she's going to be really good. Hmm.
2: <laughs> Let's have a listen to what she's got, like. to put, got to put. It's got to. This is her song, Final, by the way. So that was that. Was, it's unknown artist by an unknown album on my phone, but it's <laughs> a, it's final by Alice Minguez. What was it? Minguez, yeah. yeah, Alice Minguez and her song "Final." This one was quite surprising. Everything about it, I should hate with absolute passion. But um, I, I, do you know what the, the the actual music in part reminded me of? The, the theme tune to Stranger Things.
4: <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. I can see that, yeah, I can see where you're going yeah, The thrum yeah. of the synth in the background That's Yeah, what that is. very 80s Yeah, Very yeah. Kate Bush
2: Yeah, very Kate Bush I like it though It's great And she's very experimental She's very, uh, what's the word, she's very She takes risks with the music
4: thinking outside the boxes, girl
2: mm-hmm. Taking some large risky I mean, steps I mean that, but... third, that 30 second break in the middle of it <laughs> You don't get many people doing that, do you? Yeah, a bit obviously the listeners almost. wouldn't have heard that, but yeah. <laughs>
4: it
0: was buffering.
2: It was buffering, she sent me a wav. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd, I'd like to say, she took some very large risky steps, but I think they paid off. It was, I, I, do you know, I, I, I've only listened to it once, but I think if I listen to that two or three times, hopefully I'll find that on Spotify, I'll stick that on my playlist.
4: It's got some very nice unexpected moments in that. One.
2: Yeah, like, like twists it'll, it'll yeah. just—it's like a lot of music. It'll go, you know, it'll progress to it's somewhere. It's an A to B journey. This, of music, this, yeah. yeah, and you, you can feel the progression. This, it'll just take a sharp turning. It's oh. like, oh fuck me!
4: This is A to B via S.
2: This—that's what this song is.
4: Yeah, it discombobulated my mind and chewed up my soul
3: in a good way.
2: Neil, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
3: chewed a, it's not a nine-inch nails track. It chewed, chewed <laughs> up your soul. Yeah, special I mean, it brand sounds of. good, but... <laughs> special brand of Neil, that's what, that's
2: what it is. So let's, let's see what Tim thinks about this song. Did you hear it Okay. <laughs>
3: It I did, but it. I mean, it like you said uh, near the end, it sounded like it was coming through a tunnel. I don't know if that was just the line or if there's no. Did like we? Weird... but
2: I think she purposely did it so she sounded like she was in a tunnel.
3: Okay, that threw me a little bit. Like I, I wonder what it's going to sound like if I go seek it out just on my own, not through connection. But mm. yeah, no. Everything you guys said, like asymmetrical. It's you know, it's pulling you in, then it pushes you away a little bit, then it pulls you back in. Um, I think my favorite part, though, uh, I was. Do you guys know Lori Anderson? She was Lou Reed's wife. She did "Oh no. Superman."
4: No,
3: she's this famous song "Oh Superman," where she's just kind of n- almost narrating rather than singing. And I felt like this uh, this artist she was right on the edge. Was, was she talking? Was she singing? Right at the beginning, and uh, but it really worked. Uh, I love that sort of thing, um, where she's almost just narrating her date, uh, and then she kind of jumped into. Proper singing, uh, as you would say.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but
4: but yeah bits of was, Florence and the Machine. i
3: song? got yeah. no
2: Florence and the Machine from this.
4: Oh, I'm done with wine. Oh, I can see that. Apart
2: the... from the fact that she's a female singing, no Florence and <laughs> the Machine. Give
4: another listen. There's there's nuances in there.
2: Mm. She's a
8: female singer who didn't sound like Chrissy Hynde.
2: That makes a change, That's
8: Neil. Not
3: like <laughs> she sounded like Kate Bush instead, yeah, and a little bit of Florence. Yeah, Christina Aguilera.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that was a lie. I... <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've just about done that to death, then. <laughs> yeah. When are we going to have a rubbish wild card? I don't think we will. I don't think we will. Just... They're all really good. It's almost like we've planned it. It we... does feel like we've planned we it.
0: Yeah, I know, they were to be honest, I'll, I'll, I'll
2: be absolutely honest when this one started off I thought oh we've, we've finally got a bit of dog shit but she she really pulled it mm. pulled it back and she did it. it's a good song a really good song Ooh, it's
7: really
2: good mm. so we're going to move on to our next artist now our artist who is Types who's that oh our
3: special yes. guest
2: our special guest Types how are you
3: doing well you still start, you're, so. you're
2: still with us
3: yes yes I drank all my tea, though, so I'm sad. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, uh, we always
2: get sad when there's no So what's new with you since the last time we spoke to you?
3: Well, uh, just released a single, like, gosh. Oh, good Lord. Six weeks ago now, but it still feels like it just came out. Uh, Got a 15-track Americana indie rock album coming out in... Should be two months, maybe three. Awesome. We, yeah, we didn't get to talking about that last time, just because I don't know. I, I think I was laughing at something you said, and then you changed topic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, been, oh, we, sorry. My brother and I have been working. No, it's fine. <laughs> my brother and I have been working on it for six years, and it's finally wow. See the light of day. Yeah.
2: Jesus. This song I thought was a uh, what was the title? The I was morning. going to ask
4: you about the title actually, because the title <laughs> is—I uh, remember in the time of a de- of
2: dangerous groups. I was never going to remember yep. that. It—it um, <laughs> it was a very magical mystery tour for me. This, it, oh. uh took took me—I was to say—it took me back to the seventies. I, I wasn't even around in the seventies, but uh, it took me, took my mind to the seventies, if you like. It was a. Uh, do you know the song at the end of uh, Forty year Old Virgin? Where they're more dancing,
4: don't, don't, have, the idea of don't yeah. have the age of requirement.
2: Yeah, he's put me in mind of that. I don't know why. Don't know why. <laughs> um, so yeah, what what? Tell us about this song. What you know, had come to be? What what's what's the song all about?
3: Well, uh, it's actually there's an instrumental version I released years ago, uh, but it's it's a track originally written by a friend of mine that I sort of edited, added stuff to, mixed around, and uh, it's got that vocal sample in there it's it's kind of buried in this version but yeah so there's that guy well, these are very dangerous groups groups that we're dealing with now there's that kind of sample in there um and i what's just that always love that Tim?
4: sorry what's that from i have no
3: idea <laughs> Everyone, Zach, put it in there is it legal and let's not ask that question <laughs> uh...
0: <laughs> plausible deniability but it's true. yeah <laughs>
3: You heard you first, folks. I'm not telling. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it kind of maybe is a little bit of a, a, the book's vibe with the vocal sample. But anyway, the, the funny thing about this is all of these vocals were originally going to be uh, in a collaboration with another artist. And I just chose an old instrumental of mine that I thought, oh, this song will never have vocals on it. And I turned it way down so I could barely hear it. And then I wrote all of this over it, thinking, you know, I was going to give the vocals to my friend. He was going to write new instrumental underneath them. And uh, then he got busy. He dropped out. And I turned the track up and I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe maybe, maybe this works. So it's kind of an accident in that way.
2: Do you think of this song,
3: Wayne?
4: Oh, yeah, I like it. it's got a lovely, dreamy vibe to it, you know.
2: It kind of reminded me of um, Millie Ripton, her song Les Fleurs. Le- is it Les Fleurs or Les Le Fleurs? Les Fleurs? Le Fleurs? Don't know that one. You know, For-, For Hero did a remix of it.
4: No, I don't know that one, sorry. I really like that um, the the stuff you do with the vocal. I and mean, Is it is it vocal tuning on it or um, it sort of yeah. drifts? It- it's got that. It it, it's, it gives it that dreamlike quality, if you know what I mean. It's it's sort of yeah, it's, lucid, yeah.
2: Have you got a, is there a female singing in it? No, it's all me. Oh, I'm probably thinking of Millie Ripperton again.
4: It's got like a a gospely type edge.
2: Oh yes, yes, oh, yeah. got a big gospel edge to it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
3: Very good. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, okay, I, mean, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> intending that. <Awesome. Matt. laughs> <laughs> no. I hate no, Jesus. I <laughs> <laughs> Hail someone. Uh, <laughs> well, god you really are passive-aggressive <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh. uh yeah no it it's uh i mean i'm american so i suppose some gospel leaks in there uh yeah, it's, you know it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's littered throughout the culture
4: it's it's a it's a really nice laid-back song and i like the frame of mind it puts me in if if that makes sense you know, I know, I know it's a safe pair of hands. I know it's, it's, it's gonna lead me on this nice little journey. I like, I like that a lot.
2: So yeah, what did, did, did you like this Neil? I
7: haven't heard it.
2: No. Types your song. Yeah, it comes type, in for the wild card. comes in for the wild card. Oh, oh. yeah, of course. <laughs> so,
4: so when when are you planning to drop the album?
2: Got <laughs> uh, so many outtakes. It's amazing. <laughs> when are,
3: when no. are you planning to drop the album, Tim? We're we're shooting for November thirtieth. November 30th, so just before Christmas. Get yeah. in the Might shops, so the kids of, can have it for Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> We're selling it with a free candy cane and a lolly.
4: Yeah, <laughs> And obviously, an ounce of weed. Happy days, you know.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, I, like I didn't the say the what kind of lolly. You
4: made to it, though. So if it's anything like that, I will listen to it. It's good. It's, yeah, it's a really good song. Well, I'll, I'll, you will love like it a to lot. It what what's the what's the plans going forward then Tim obviously release the album are you planning to do some shows or is it just extensively trying and get this album at as many platforms as possible
3: uh, more the latter i' you know it all depends what happens but i've i've uh, i've got an eleven year old so it's it's sort of produce and write music or play live I can't do both
1: oh yeah got you go yeah
4: I was just going to say, yeah, I've got an eleven-year-old and an eight-year-old, so yeah, it's either do a podcast or do music. So I'm sat here talking to you. So
2: <laughs> I've recently purchased a, a, a ukulele and I'm learning that just to do a little bit of music on the side. I've, I've got bored of just playing the cajon and the jungle so, with no music. <laughs> me, so I need to, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a, a one-man band: ukulele in one arm and the cajon in the other.
4: Cajon in the other. Well, you sit on
2: the cajon <laughs> there. Yeah, <but> Short <laughs> sh- Wayne.
4: Very good kahande What what is a kahande uh, A kahan is a. Uh, it's, it looks like it's a.
2: Uh, it's like it looks like a box that you sit yeah. on and tap away at.
3: Yeah, uh, Imagine like. A oh those, yeah, no, know, I know what you're talking about. Essentially, what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. it
2: is exactly what it is. Yeah, it's got. A bit, I think it's got a snare behind the front uh, front <laughs> panel, though.
4: So, so we're obviously it's just get it out to as many platforms yeah. as possible and uh, just try and promote it and get it noticed. I suppose that's that's the next uh, step for you for yourself then and types then Tim
3: yeah yeah we're gonna make we're gonna make a video for every song and uh i think I'm, my brother has a podcast uh he's gonna we're gonna like put out some about it on that um it's a psychotherapy podcast though so it's not it's not gonna compete with you except for one episode you would
4: like to shamelessly plug you, your than welcome,
3: or not I, uh, <laughs> Is that the name of his brother's podcast? Oh, the intentional intentional clinician. Yeah, there it is. Well, he's my older brother, you know, so
2: Mm.
3: he owes me, I don't owe him.
2: (laughs) Was it you that I spoke to that said that you didn't really do shows, you preferred to stay in the studio? Or was that somebody else completely? Yeah,
3: yeah. No, that was me. I mean, I'd love to do both, but again, it's just unless I was making a significant amount of money, you know, on the back end from other stuff, like I just don't have time.
1: Hmm.
4: So the thing is, um, you, your 11-year-old's going to reach teenager in a, a couple of years, and then, you, you know, you'll have your time. Your maths yeah. is impeccable. He's gonna need a,
3: yeah, then he's going to need a car, or I'm going to yeah, be yeah, paying his phone bill, you know, yeah, but, he's going to...
4: And then he'll go off to college. And then you can start playing music. You'll have a massive back catalogue you can go and play. And so, a spare
2: bedroom that you can turn into a music room.
3: <laughs> yeah. or I can sublet it save some money yeah
2: (laughs) awesome so yes if you want to check out Types and more of his works because you like what you're about to hear you can find him on (laughs) Spotify and SoundCloud and all those different places and on the socials that you will find in the show notes so yes I think we are at an end
4: I think so
2: I do think so so yeah thank you for joining us thank you Wayne thank you me thank you Neil thank you everybody if for listening
4: if indeed you still are
2: goodbye goodbye
4: Goodbye. Bye. bye
1: bye
3: The as
2: much as you choice. like, I fucking, fucking go for it. <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> cunt footballs the lot. Do it. Oh, right.
4: Preferably not. Uh, <laughs> preferably not cunted.
2: Didn't
3: matter, so American, many, doesn't it Didn't <laughs> it? <laughs> I mean, I thought you guys were allowed, but in America, oh boy, it's, Oh, we
2: we uh, are, but Wayne's a bit funny about it for some reason. Mm. It needs to be well, in you guys, context. You, right you're trying time. to be
3: international, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is heavily frowned upon in America. I would like you. Could, you could lose a girl uh, for saying that in the wrong context in America.
2: Is there a right context?
3: Yeah, well, yeah. Not in America. I mean, literally. <laughs> if you're watching, if you're watching a good uh, BBC show and they say it, like, yeah, then that's fine. <laughs> but for you it's to say, it's weird, isn't
2: it? How a British person can say it, and it's absolutely not... It's actually part of our culture to say the word cunt. the the strange
4: thing is I've worked in a factory all my life and cunty is is a term of endearment (laughs)
2: yeah if I I, yeah Richard 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 cunty it is
3: that's exactly it
2: cunty two
3: sugars two sugars it's (laughs) like hello or what yeah yeah
1: pretty much yeah (laughs) god damn it
2: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of You Haven't Heard This Music podcast, side B, episode 18? 17. Fuck. Let's do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music podcast, fucking cunt. Um,
8: <clears throat> <laughs> <clears throat> up. What the fuck has happened to this room? Yeah, it keeps fucking with the feng shui. Introducing the new loaded scratchers from DC Lottery. These scratchers are loaded with cash prizes of 50, 100, 500, 1500, and $5,000, and chances to win up to $250,000. These games are absolutely stuffed, jammed, overflowing. You might even say loaded. Play the games that are packed with $7.5 million in cash prizes. Get your loaded scratchers today.